Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, and I'm alongside with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. The No So Living Legend, Mike. How's it going, guys? Uh, well, I'm worried about you. I, I, I passed the test. We're good. Uh, oh. Why? We're like the spinal tap of podcasting. Ooh. And the host is kind of like our drummer. Uh, we've already had two spontaneously combust over the first 200 shows. And that seat's a little warm, Joe. Well, I did get, I passed the test. But. Can we be the O'Neaters instead? Yeah, I, I just want to wear the sunglasses. I'm but Guy. This podcast goes to 11. Well, we're going to 11 this week because it's episode 200. That's oh, yeah. right. Who'd have 200. thought? We'd be here, huh? Who'd have thought? Not, Not me. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. 200 episodes of wrestling. WCW, WWF. It was all a dream. It was a fever dream. It was a fever dream at points. (laughs) We had we've had multiple hosts that kicked rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Then go pound sand. Bags of sand. It's like uh, Richard Mack and Jeff Martiselli. That's about right. Yeah. Good old savior. That's uh, heat from Ricky. (laughs) How dare you call Jeff Martiselli? And the the savior of a generation. Savior. Voice of the voice of savior generation. And two hundred episodes, guys. Hell yeah. Two hundred. What do you guys think? Holy crap, right? Well, I think, um, yeah, holy crap, that's kind of an accomplishment. I think you and I deserve some applause as we've made all 200 episodes. <laughs> yes, we have. Every single one. Every of them. one, yep. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, April 2016? February. February? Yep. I just one of those. Oh, yeah, because we had started this before. Okay. I just started overnights yeah. my previous employment, and uh, yeah, because we had we to go a little behind the scenes. We were waiting for the savior to be ready to huh. do the no sell podcast. That was the whole point. Yep. We were just going to do the no sell. Yep, and we were like, you know, he had legitimate things to be you know preoccupied with. You know, you know no no worries there. But we were tired of waiting, so we're like, we need to do a podcast, and I was like. We could do one about the Monday Night Wars. This was Corey's brainchild <laughs> yeah. here, to be honest. This was yep. him going, and This no, is the this. OG Monday Night Wars podcast. Yeah, not the one that's been coming later, and just because it's on a more popular podcast stream. We, mm-hmm. yeah. I like them, though. I, I'm a fan of their work. You know, they do good work. It's just, this is, this is our baby. But it's on site. Yes. On f- f- Fleet? Lit? And, uh, no. <laughs> and this was almost TNA. Yep, total nonstop agony. Yeah, total nonstop agony was going to be the name of the podcast. We were going to start with uh, week one of the weekly pay per views. Stay tuned, <laughs> and, and just <laughs> rock it through them, man. Yep, uh, that what was if? that was the plan. But the only reason, and I'll tell you what, the only reason we didn't do TNA is because at the time there wasn't a streaming site that had all of them. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Somebody had them. Oh, yeah. It just had to be getting everybody to watch them and then doing the podcast. Whereas the network was right there. Yep. The and network. Raw and Nitro were on there. So much easier to get to. So I was to. like, oh, that's easy. We can just do that. Yeah. So, gentlemen, yeah. during this time mm-hmm. of watching, is there anyone that you didn't like then but do now? Yes. Who do you got? The cat. Ernest Miller. Way, way more into him this time around than last time. Uh, Sean Waltman. 
Oh, 100% X-Pac. Now, X-Pac heat. But then again, I did like X-Pac back then. It's just the appreciation has gone, gone up. up tenfold yes. this time around. Same with me. I, I liked him yep. then, and I thought, oh, he's great. Mm-hmm. But then watching him now, I'm like, holy different shit, different level. And I like I fought my partner at work about Waltman, about how he's the best wrestler in 1999. Oh, easily. Hands down. Easily. David Flair. <laughs> uh, that's your favorite. Yeah, <laughs> your favorite. Right? Uh, so I co-signed both of those. Uh, a perverse one for me, Mongo. Don't don't, don't, don't hey, hey. I mean, nobody don't. was thumping the Mongo train before the brain here. Come Mongo. on, baby doll. You put the coffee down when a man's talking to you. <laughs> I mean, but back then I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> yes, this I agreed. I agreed with it you. It is so entertaining watching Mongo do anything Mongo. Oh. Whatever it was. Uh, it, and the best thing I think this time around is knowing how he exited the war stories <laughs> by getting Clorox bleach like thrown in the eyes. <laughs> After getting beat down, uh, for me, Hardcore Holly. So yes. far, Big Shot, Mr. Oh, Big Shot. Mr. Big Shot, Bob Holly has been a revelation this time. Uh, yes. The Giant. Yeah. Big Show. Big Show. I forgot how. After over his initial run through 95, which was bad. Yeah. Um, maybe 97, 98, really started to come into his own. I enjoyed 96 when he was world champ. Arguably, it was a little too early to be champ, but yeah. it worked. I thought he did a good job. Uh, one for me did not know that mankind was like the Iron Man of fucking WF at this time. Oh, you yeah. know, just the fact that thrown off the cage, doing all the the boiler room spots, everything that he does, and then he's there every week. Like when he gets thrown off at Survivor, at King of the Ring, he's not on the next day, but he's on the following day. So he's at that Tuesday tape. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna. Spin this a tiny bit. I have two ones that I appreciate more than I did back then. I didn't necessarily dislike them then, but I appreciate them more now. So two more okay. like Waltman. Yeah. So Kidman and Owen Hart. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I loved Owen Hart back then. Like, I, I I was younger. He I, was a heel. I was supposed to hate him. I hated him. So now I'm younger. Oh, yeah, now I that I'm older, him. I'm like, yeah. I've, Owen always, Hart, I've always dug heels, so I loved... Uh, you know, the, the angry little brother mm-hmm. in real time. I loved the King of Hearts. I, Heart. I, I, I think for me, is I hated him because I had that little nagging little brother and See. just seeing that from <laughs> TV and then that just like, God, I hate, you know. I didn't have the nagging little brother, so I'd never worry fair. about that I had shit. It too. That makes sense. Um, that, uh, those are good. President Flair. <laughs> I love President Flair. I know <laughs> President Company excluded. Love President Flair. And there's one that, um, that I have that I think we've talked about many times. Um, not just acolytes, but but Bradshaw period. Oh, Stan Bradshaw. Uh, Stan Bradshaw. Oh. Yeah, love that. So Stan yeah, those are the ones. Gun. Those are the ones that have been like pleasant surprises. Uh, what about people that you liked then but don't like now? Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> not feeling the Goldberg man. Not even during the streak. Uh, just like after the Hogan thing, I was just like, okay, now what? And then it just like, and then it ended badly, which isn't his fault. There's nothing you can do about that. But then just, and then he got all pissy and pouted when I just, I'm over on Goldberg, man. Just over it. Uh, I would say for me, uh, Val Venus. It's a surprise that Val Venus, when I was in 98, 99, I loved the guy for what his stick. But now watching it now, I'm like, his stick was over after week two. You know, I'll co-sign on that. I, as an 18, 19-year-old, I dug Val Venus. Absolutely. I dug The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Both of them this time around, it took like two weeks, and I'm like, I'm done with both of these guys. I'm done with the gimmick. 
Just please get it off my TV. This is going to be slightly controversial in this camp, I believe, Ooh. for me. First of all, I will co-sign Goldberg after Hogan match. The streak was nothing special. Nope. It's, I, I was uh, way disappointed. Part, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, not the Shawn Michaels version, but I also got real tired of the Triple HDX real quick. Outside of a Waltman having awesome matches, I just got so tired of DX. I still loved it. By about, by about June of 98, mm. I was done. I was I, like, God, I, this is, just get it off my I team. was slightly like that with you, that I, huge DX guy and, and at that time, but then watching now, I'm like, I don't see the buzz, but I still dig it, but I'm not as hype and I'm like 10 to 11 on that notch of fanboyness. I'm now like at around the 6, 7. Conversely, though. The Shawn Michaels version of DX went up even more. Yeah. And I loved it back then, but it got even better. Yeah. But as soon as he left, it just, there was something weird. And I like, I like Triple H. I liked him in the Shawn Michaels DX. I love Waltman. We've talked about it. Yeah. And I dug the Outlaws, but for some reason, just the DX stuff, I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, so uh, it's, it's different and it just didn't quite gel for me. Sable for me. I hated her then. I, I hate her now. I, didn't, I liked her then, and I hate her this time. Hey, Joe, why did you like Sable back then? I'm just curious. Because I, I felt the grind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for all the men who want to see me, and all the whatever the fuck I suck. And uh, that's what I, it was. And I know we discussed this guy multiple times. Roddy Piper. Oh yeah, I didn't like him then either, though. <sighs> I even I, back then I was like, this old fuck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so here's the deal. I I love Roddy Piper in the 80s. I will watch 80s Piper mm-hmm. all day long, whether it's Mid-Atlantic, whether it's Georgia, whether it's WWF, Portland. I love it. Early 90s Piper, even in WWF, is okay for me. It's a little less cool because he's a baby like face. Even through the, like the, the parking lot brawl yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, the first two months he was in WWF, it worked. From everything up through Starcade, through Starcade yeah. was great. His promos were good. Yep. It was it was anticipated, but the night after Starcade '96, mm. through we're currently now, in yeah. the summer of '99. You, Jesus Christ! You know what kills me is I. You know like a, a point that maybe he died, like he fell off. I was like, well, 2014. <laughs> no, no, no. For, it's when he created his War Games team. Oh, God. The most infamous bomb in Nitro history. 14-minute promo. 14-minute promo, and then let someone wrestle five guys, and hey, these three guys are, are, are going to be my team, and then the next week, it's like, nah, we're part of you with the horse. Dude, it was infamous back then, and re-watching it a couple years ago was awkward as fuck. Um, and also, one that uh, went down... Macho Man from 99. Yeah. Like, I loved him back then, but I think it was just my fandom, period. Macho getting hurt at uh, Halloween Havoc 97. That After, I, mean, I dug him up until June 98 when he went away. Yeah. I liked Wolfpack, Randy Savage. I mean, he was put together with spit mm-hmm. and, and bubblegum, but I still dug him. But 1999 Savage is as clear as fuck he doesn't have it. So I got an interesting name to throw out for you guys. Yep. Bret Hart. You know, it's an interesting case because okay. '97 Bret Hart is hey, fucking we lo- we, amazing. We loved him. We loved we loved '97, and it's not his fault in WCW for the most part. I'll tell you this, but that's an excellent name. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, love '97 Bret. Mm. Yep, it's so great. I even enjoyed him when he came back in '96, and he was a little bitter, but not too much bitter. And 
you know, didn't give Austin the respect he deserved and what I dug that. 98 and uh, 98 Bret Hart was kind of a, a revelation for me this time around because I knew he gets fucked. Yeah. So this time around, I didn't concern myself with how they're misusing him. I just watched his performances. He tried. He tried he did. everything he could to get anything out of this shit. And he was very enjoyable in 98 Nitro. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't mean shit and didn't go anywhere. But he was great. 99, Brett. Well, well come on, let's be honest. We're in. We're, all, we're almost in August. No, we're at the tail, we're at the tail end of it. Besides the July 5th Nitro where he came back to talk, he'd been on what? Five Nitros this year? Pretty much. I mean, so really, there's almost not anything to say so far. And the storylines he was involved in on Nitro were terrible. He fucking fought Will Sasso from Mad TV. Gross, dude. And, like, and making for him... multiple weeks. Making him put over Roddy Piper for the U.S. title in February was, was ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, is there any moments that shock you this time around watching? Besides, we're going to say, you know, Owen, for sure. How WWE... How WWF uh, took how the situation with Owen was. Well, sadly he passed away. Well, Tuesday filming, nothing happened. I have a controversial opinion, maybe. I, over the years, I think I've allowed WWE in the revisionist history to win me over. Just to think that, you know, you're right. Raw was good for a long time before it finally beat Nitro in the ratings. It's a very famous Foley take. But going through... I he's, think he's to differ about that. Uh, while the Raws in '97 are a lot better, mm-hmm. and there are certain moments like Bret Hart that are fantastic, Nitro was routinely better up until about middle '98. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, yeah. then it falls off a cliff. That was one of the things I was going to bring up. Is like it blows my mind watching since watching since day one to where we're at now, and just seeing how people are like oh. Every week, Raw's good. Every week's this, that. You know, it's like you're, we're watching every week, and we said, like, yeah. hey, what's the best show this week? And it's Nitro. Yeah. Like, out of the 83 weeks that so far that WCW owned the. And trust me, I started getting very picky in mid 97 with the McFoley doctorate in mind. I was looking at these Raws going, like, win me over. And when, when certain the 80- segments did. With the 83 weeks, there were points that, like, out of the 83 weeks, I want to say maybe 15. I would say maybe 15 Raws were the better show. Maybe. 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 That number sounds a little high to me. I, and I was going to say, that's a little uh, high on, my, on mine. And to me, Nitro was consistently better once WF started winning, too. It took until, really, after July 6th. Really, the Goldberg victory was really the last great hurrah. The, um, uh, as far as shocking, I, we've seen them so many times. That I was never really caught off guard with anything. I'm more shocked by the little things that we missed or didn't, that we forgot to time or missed back then. Like how consistently entertaining the cat was week in and week out on his promos and shit. Or how, or how the ratings tell a story, but not the whole story because, yeah, there were a couple of really good Raws before they finally won. But Nitro. Like was consistently good still up until July or mm-hmm. late August or like July early August ninety eight. So it's not like it's not like raw one in April and then never look back. Like it's that stuff stuff that shocked me because I'd forgotten. It uh, one thing that I forgot was like how chaotic they had the NWOB for a while, like I running. 
the early 90s, the 96 stuff. Yeah, like like I said in the beginning, like the NWO running the Steiners off uh, the road. Yeah, uh, the NWO sold out their their own pay per view. You know, just every week they ran roughshod on everybody. Watching the NWO back from beginning to end because we've seen the end now. Yep. Of what actually was of what the, the NWO. NWO is yeah. It's well, the, the biggest thing that shocked me is how multiple companies have tried to recreate the NWO multiple times, <laughs> and they never do the part that WWE got right, which is like the first seven months where it was chaotic and who knew what was going to happen and there was a sense of danger on the show. They always mimic the bloated part afterwards yep. where there was 18 guys and it was just cheap DQs. They, no one has ever gone back to actually try to recreate the part that actually worked. The first seven months were them being dominant and when WCW would get a step forward, they would immediately take two steps back because the NWO would get over on them again. Mm-hmm. Like WCW would gain ground and then Eric Bischoff joins the NWO. Yeah. And then they're right back to square run. WCW gets up, gains some ground, Piper's about to win, but Savage is the... the, the, mm-hmm. the it, it, that part was done well. Like, the the War Games match in 96. Yeah. The whole thing was built around a Sting part of the group, and he wasn't part of the group. So in that sense, it was positive for WCW, but because they didn't trust him, it fucked them in the long run. Yeah. It's great storytelling. It was very... And, and a lot of people always say the downfall was as soon as Bischoff let everybody in, like Bubba and Wall Street. But I beg to differ. That made sense in the storyline. Yeah. Look, I run everything, so if you want to stay employed, come join us. We need soldiers anyway. Mm-hmm. It made sense. Yeah. It was just like when three limos show up and 82 dudes come out, and WCW <laughs> has four guys. The Giants line. <laughs> yeah, That's right. so good. Uh, another, it's like, uh, all right, maybe uh, we're too bloated. Another thing, I'm, I'm going backtracking this a minute, is when we brought up how people thought Raw was good during this time. Look at the roster. We're going through it right now. It's the same four people. You know, like they have that, that the like one of those iconic shots of the attitude error, the ring being filled as a looking yeah. by McMahon. Like, yeah. sure, that's an iconic shot. But if you're not watching it at the time, you can go, they're good in a couple of years. But in this very shot, there's not good. The difference in the two companies, uh, WWF has far more iconic moments. Yeah. WCW had a top to bottom bottom show most of the time. They didn't have the segments that stand out necessarily, but their show was overall better for most of the time. That shot you just referenced reminded me of the show it came from, which then sparked something in my head. This might be the most controversial opinion I have uh, of all. Buff Bagwell is the greatest wrestler of all time. Fuck you. No. And you guys may think I'm fucking crazy on this. You're crazy. But watching it completely back in hindsight, for me... The Austin McMahon feud isn't as good this time around. Mm. It didn't work for me like it did oh. last time. I'm not to say it didn't work it's at all. It's a little recency bias, though. No, I don't know. It's just, I didn't like, um, think of all the great moments. I didn't like the whole stalking him, hunting him, making him pee with the, the fake gun. I hated not, that episode and everything about it. But the thing is, the, the more iconic shot is the Austin 316. Yeah. I mean, I just pissed your pants. But if you didn't watch the rest of the night, you wouldn't even bore out your damn mind. No, I did like the, the bedpan. And mm. the, that was great. And I did like uh, the initial stunner in Madison Square Garden. I liked all of the stuff around WrestleMania 14, right when it's starting, to like over the edge in May of 98. 
But after that, it, it just, it to me, kind of like the NWO thing, it just felt like it went way too long. Um, and by 99, it's like, all right. It, I felt like it should have spawned off into Vince's chosen one against Austin, which yep. they tried with The Rock, but The Rock got so big that it turned babyface. So, yes, maybe it is a little bit of what we're going through. It's like, after the kidnapping stuff and the fact that it's been a year and a half and it's like, uh, it just isn't working for me like it did back then. Yep. Back then, I drank the Kool-Aid. Greatest mm-hmm. feud oh, ever. Yeah. Greatest moments ever. Nothing will ever top it. But this time around, while it's still good, I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm ready to move on. Um, one of the funny things I think that we missed or didn't see, like me, is like Sting and Luger still in the cop car. <laughs> Uh, finding out that Sting's not a big fan of uh, Alex, Wright. Alex Wright. I'm out of here. He's out. Um, I miss that stage, WCW stage. I do. It was fun. Nitro was fun. It's the uh, it's the best part about watching movies multiple times, where like you watch it the first time to enjoy it, but then you, the, every subsequent time you watch it, you find small stuff. It's the stuff you wouldn't have known to look for or look at if you hadn't seen the show, the show before. We've seen most of these before. So we can go back with A, a critical eye, but B, look in the background for some stuff. Admittedly, now, at the stage we're in now, when it comes to Nitros, I'm watching with the sole purpose of finding the bright spots. Yeah. Because the shows are so bad. It's like, um, okay. Now I'm actively looking for what was good. Y- hey, I like this. And one, one, uh, another thing, two things, then we can move on to the show. For me, one, Flair being so impactful with the ratings, not oh, yeah. knowing like that... WCW needed, depended on Flair. And my other one is for WCW, too. We've been doing this for four years. Four and a half. Four and a half. What have they done with Sting (laughs) since day one to where we're at now? You know what I mean? mean, His best run, he didn't wrestle for 18 months. (laughs) Right. Uh, Except for that 18 months. He didn't tan. He's worse off now than he was in September 95 when Nitro started. Mm -hmm. He was way more over then. And he's still over now, but I mean they've they've tarnished him so much. Hey, which hey is that Sting? You know what I mean? Like every yeah, week it's it's this Sting. Um, but yeah, it's been crazy to watch. Let me ask you guys a question before we go on. Yeah. So far, yeah, so far uh, through July '99, mm-hmm. which show um, holds up to your memories of it more? Raw. Or Nitro. Whether I was, good or bad. I would say Raw only because I think at this time I was only watching Raw. Mm-hmm. So watching I think WCW, I'm with you on that. With WCW now, I'm like, oh, I'm learning new things here. Oh, learn, learning things there. All this and that. Oh, he's here at this time. Or he's here at that time. For that's for WCW. But for Raw, I kind of remember a lot more than WCW. I probably should have followed you guys to only watching Raw. <laughs> But I stuck with WWE to the very guy. Kind end. of uh, how you said that in 98 WWE after Goldberg, it kind of went south. Uh, that's about when I stopped watching Nitro. I would watch occasional segments. Um, I mean, on the West Coast, it was on first. So if I had nothing, I would watch it. But I wasn't invested in it at all. I didn't care. This is the time frame that I love Mondays because I, for some reason, you always get the Eastern feed for WCW. Yeah. So from like five... Or five, five to, to eleven, eight, folks. Five to eleven, you can watch Nitro back to back, and then or go from five to nine, and then do from nine to well, five to eight. It, it would always go over. So the the coolest part was really 
it would go from five to like eight twenty. Yep. And then uh, Rob would always start like eight fifty five. So mm-hmm. really, you had about a half hour off. It's awesome. From five to eleven fifteen, it was a great time. Um, to be a fan, uh, long term maybe not a great effect. We're still feeling it twenty years later, but hey, yeah. Um, any memories of the show? Our show. Uh, I like you know pa- us creating page page and package. Um, Jeff's diatribe on uh, the Iron Man match. No, that, the, us not doing that, the first paper. So Brent, somebody who some, Taker was a longer diatribe than the match went half the time. It's funny as Sunny as somebody who listened to every show. Uh, hearing you guys build up this epic like match breakdown for about four months, just like when we get to WrestleMania, like we're gonna go get a pizza, yeah, go watch a movie. <laughs> You do whatever you're going to do. Uh, and then it was funny because, and uh, for forever, I mean for absolutely ever, in my head, this was the greatest wrestling match of all time. I had it in my head. It's not even Sean's best WrestleMania match. No. It's literally not. And I'm very much wrong about that now. But it's I remember you guys so shat on the match so much that even his breakdown was kind of like, it was kind of half-assed because like, the match was so terrible. <laughs> Wait, it's not a terrible match. It's not a terrible match. match. It's just very... Overhyped, over-celebrated. They made a mistake with the booking, mm. not having multiple falls. Yep. That's the problem they had. And it, but the thing is, I can understand their thought process. But you can still do sudden death with multiple falls. You can just have to tie it one or two, and yeah. then still do sudden death. I could see their mindset was that Brett's so good and Sean's so good that they just they couldn't get a fall. But, but that didn't work. And plus, sorry, California. But the West Coast, and particularly Anaheim, the worst fucking place to do when that. When the guy's yeah. reading the newspaper right. during the Iron Man match, that come on. should have been in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, that's an East Coast thing. Yeah. Uh, so it just it had too much against it. Uh, uh, for, for, uh, another thing for the show is I, I enjoy each week being able to wa- watch this. Aww. I still get amped. I do uh, too. at home. Like yeah. when I'm about to start the weeks, I'm like, oh, Nitro. Okay, time to start Nitro. Yep. I'm, uh, it, it's those things lately. Like, five minutes into Nitro, I'm like, like ah, what am I doing? Wrap this shit up. <laughs> once, once we once we finish the week, I set my week like my my week plan. I'm like, all right, here we go. We're gonna do Heat, the pay per view, Nitro, Raw, all the shows. And now it's just like, ugh. I don't want to be me this upcoming week. Yeah, I have Heat yep. fully loaded. Yep, Nitro. Yep, Raw. Yep, Thunder. Yep, Saturday night. You know how to do Saturday night. So, I do it every week, bud. I'm uh, tagging out. I'm tag. Yeah, you, you know you. You know you. <laughs> Hot tag. You fucking bribed the network officials to not put up any more goddamn heat. So one thing I will say, uh, it, it carries over to all shows, but it started here on on the flagship. Uh, is that when Jeff was hosting, you two would derail the show, uh, and just him just listening. To the like exasperation in his voice, as he would just be quiet and then say our next one, <laughs> just like defeatedly move on with the card. So, so here's here's, I, I, here's a little behind the scenes. One, me and Joe, since we met each other like eight years ago, and yes, it's been eight years, Joe. Wow, damn, you um, feels longer, right? Thank you. Uh, That's what she said. We uh, we love to make each other pop. Yep, we will do whatever we can to pop each other. Yep. So that's a recipe for disaster on a podcast. But also, if the, sorry, Jeff, but if the read through, read through was going a little long and a little tedious, we would do it on purpose. 
Yeah, we yeah. Would just, without we question. wouldn't even have to talk to each other. We just look at each other, and then one of us would start. The start, and yeah. it would just be. It was. It's very much a Hawkeye and Trapper. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, the fact that Jeff did this to himself, he wrote his own notes. The the the, the mythical book. Yep. When he wrote "Heat Seeker to the Face," <laughs> and he said it out loud, he was like, "Motherfucker!" That was because he knew. The that's my favorite moment. The jig was up. It's, <laughs> Nothing you guys did. He wrote the words. As soon as he said it, I put my head down. <laughs> yeah. Corey was out. I didn't even... Ha- I knew what was coming. I didn't even have to think. I was just like... <laughs> I didn't say anything. To the face. I put my head down. I'm like, and who was that heat seeker to the face? <laughs> the renegade. <laughs> and I think that was the time then... That was like one of the episodes that Jeff almost walked off. That's he, the only time I can, yeah. can I can say he almost walked off. He yeah. almost got up and left. Yeah. He almost left. Because of... Then we went like, doesn't he die in like a year? <laughs> With a shotgun blast... <laughs> To the face! Oh, it was phenomenal. God damn it, it was amazing. Fun times. Yeah. More to come. Miss you, Jeff. Miss you, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. It's a gimmick, folks. It's been there for a whole time. Let's let's move on to current WCW. Current, old, past, present. Future, forever. It's it's current, but it's It's current. Yes. It's uh, it's currently past. Then now forever. Got it. Yes. Then now forever. So let's go to July 19th, 1999, Rockford, Illinois, in the Metro Center for WCW Nitro. We get a recap. Rockford Peaches. We get a recap from last week. Uh, Hollywood Hogan returning and accepting the match with Macho, and Macho (laughs) saying the champ made a mistake. Uh, they show the chaos from the main event. Um, Sting and Sid getting into it. Nash coming out of nowhere. Jack knifing Macho. Hogan getting the win. Uh, Nash making the challenge to Hogan, saying that he's been screwed around, even though he's the Booker man. <laughs> uh, Sting <laughs> wanting power, means. challenging Flair. Sting having to go through David Flair to get to Ric Flair. So tonight... It's going to be Sting versus Ric Flair for control of WCW. So can I ask a sarcastic question that is really not sarcastic and kind of based in truth? Yes. They've recently just started doing this, this whole recap of the week before. Mm-hmm. You think they started doing it because they're losing so bad in their ratings that they're just assuming nobody's watching the week previous, so they're like, here's what's going on. It's probably a, f- a fair assessment. Like, you know, just in case, here you go. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like what we said about the fact that, you know, they do, um, some people don't watch Thunder, some people don't watch Nitro, so it's, hey, I just, in case you forgot, well, the ratings are shit, too. I do wish they would take a cue from WWF, who does the same thing, but it's very short. Mm -hmm. They hit the absolute highlights and then move on. They They don't show the entire segment again. They even have a long-winded editor in WWF. Jesus. (laughs) So let's go to commentary as it's... Uh, Bobby Heenan yep. and out. Scott Hudson. What? <laughs> uh, anybody know where uh, Tony's at? Well, well he's there tonight. He's there. Yeah. He's definitely in the house. Uh, this. They're just trying something? Th- yeah, there is. There's a lot to unpack here, to be honest with you. Oh, fuck. One. Uh, Tony, Anime story Tony's. Done. He's, he's, he's checked out. He's, yeah. he, he, he's probably fried, and they know it. Two, there were a vocal group of people in management who wanted Shivani gone. Um, 
One of them is not even there at the moment, but he was there, and he'll be back later. Um, it's that goddamn rooster. Uh, really would try to get Shivani fired <laughs> multiple times. Uh, and Scott Hudson is there. So, yeah, they're giving him a check. And then there's, there's the third reason that I'm not going to mention because it may or may not have something to do with next week's Nitro. Ooh. But Shivani's not at the table, likely for that reason as well. So, yes, for all those reasons I just gave you, it is Scott Hudson and Bobby. And um, I think it's fairly obvious that Bobby doesn't care for the decision as he is so drunk that he's slurring his words Mm -hmm. the entire three hours. And uh, I always liked Scott Hudson. I don't want him at all. I think he's very good. I think he's good at what he does. Uh, Just, you know, as as a young lass who grew up in Georgia, Shivani was literally the voice of my childhood. So that was a... Yeah. I was like, fuck, this is Scott Hudson. What is this? Yeah, I, I was uh, taken back when I heard... I kept looking, I was Welcome like, is to he sick? Did he die? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to WCW. This is Scott Hudson. Like, What's happening this? here? Who, 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 who? Yeah. Well, you know, WCW wasn't unlike WWF. With them changing the... What I mean is, you know, later on, it would take later on than this. Well, no, it happened before with the Bell's Palsy, but mm-hmm. how many times did Vince try to replace JR because he was old or... Southern. Southern yeah, or... That's true. It didn't, um, you know... Sometimes it's as simple as, hey, ratings have slid. It must be the announcer's fault. They're not getting it across to the people. Hmm. Um, he never blames his creative team. Right? Weird. So, you know, <laughs> like I said, there were people who wanted Shivani gone. Hmm. Uh, so for WCW, ratings are sliding. So tonight, <laughs> they thought, hey, let's Sliding bring... or slid? Plummeted, I think, is the <laughs> word. <laughs> sliding. They're sliding. Um, I was trying to do a... Sliding sounds like it could uh, go further down. They're sliding. Like... Uh, uh, so they were going to bring in Dennis Rodman tonight, ICP, and the actor Robert Rule, or Arliss. So uh, for the la- later oh on when God. he's on... Uh, it's about that part where I was like, oh, this is that episode. When he's on TV, I was just re- referencing him as Arliss because that's what they were doing. It was so awkward. He, he mentions him by name mm-hmm. like nobody told him, hey, no, he's going to be in character the whole time. But they must have told him after because from that point on, it was just Arliss is here. How yeah. awkward is that? Hey, Arliss is here. Oh, uh, Ar- Arliss is Do you remember that show? I yeah. slightly do. It's not great. Yeah, no. it wasn't. Um, also not great, our main event for WCW. <laughs> Holly, uh, Holly, Hollywood Hogan versus Sid. Sir, Hogan. that main evented a WrestleMania. How dare you, oh, sir? I apologize. It's Sid versus Hollywood Hogan for the title on exactly. TV. Eight. Who are you to downplay Sid as a main event draw? I'll have you know. He's got the best percentage in WrestleMania history. Do you know that Sid has only competed at two WrestleManias, and both times it was the main event? And how, what's his percentage? No, just the fact that he, like... Yeah, uh, but, like, winning? Yeah. Oh, and two. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it took you that long to go, oh, and two. But we're... Oh. <laughs> I digress. Oh. Let's recap, shall well, we? Hold on, real quick. Okay. I, just, I, well, I was curious. Uh, so Hogan said, main event WrestleMania 8. Yeah. Anybody want to guess the buy rates? I have the, it's the actual number. I have the, I have the total. Um, I do rate, not know the number for that. I were to say a one. No, no, no. I have the total number of buy rates. Oh, 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 okay. Um, no, I don't. 800, 899,000. Okay. Any guess? 90, by 92, they were falling down a little bit. So. Yes. Hogan and Sid, two big stars. I'm going to say 700,000. Okay. How about 360? <laughs> 
What? <laughs> 360,000 was the total pay-per-view buys for WrestleMania featuring Sid and Hogan. They do better for that on some shows now with the network. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's that. So, so that's, a, that's you know what, that's terrible because they, hmm. they for went Hogan and Flair to have Sid and Hogan. So uh, 99 WCW, we get it again. It worked well the first time. All right. So let's do some recap, shall we? Ooh, terrible. Let's recap, shall we? Uh, Ric Flair, as uh, how he became president, how he's losing his damn mind, how he got sent to a mental hospital, um, them uh, Flair pushing David Flair, Flair saying that he's the president of the United States, uh, Roddy Piper becoming his vice president, and that is the hype leading up to... RPVP? RVP. RVP. Uh, the hype for Ric Flair versus Sting for control of WCW. Speaking of Sid, let's have him come out and let's cut. Let's have him cut a promo. Uh, however, it takes Sid That's forever. A dangerous choice. However, let's let's uh, let's have Sid take forever to get down to the ring. In all fairness, um, he was in the shitter. Was he? Oh, I think so. I think so because. Uh, um, Where's Sid? I'm I dropping think, a I, I think, I think Bobby made a reference like. <laughs> He might be. Um, <laughs> Sid wants the title. Good thing he doesn't. He, good thing he doesn't come out to music. You know, like, um, yeah, still, music, by the man. way. What the fuck? Uh, Sid says he's going to beat uh, Hogan for the title tonight. Sid uh, has the crowd chant Hogan's name, and uh, but it won't do a thing. And the crowd, uh, Scott Hudson being new, saying that the chant is deafening, and it's like, no, it's really not. Uh, he went to broadcasting school. I know. <laughs> there was. I don't know. Spoiler. There was no shot Sid was winning this match. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Uh, Sid says that uh, wants Hogan to say, Sid Vicious, you are the master and the ruler of the world. Then we go from that to the Nitro Girls. Let's go to our first match of the night, shall we? Fit Finley versus Jerry Flynn. However, Jimmy Hart decides to hop on the Titan Tron. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, with oh, the hardcore God. trophy. Uh, Jimmy says if uh, Finley wants the trophy, he needs to show up at WCW's next pay-per-view at Sturges. Get to get it. Uh, Jimmy says, uh, I have a surprise for you. Here comes Jerry Flynn. And Scott Hudson selling it that Flynn's not on uh, Flynn's not on his format. Uh, guys, first off, both heels. It's a back and forth match. Why should we care? Both heels. Come on. Um, Jimmy Hart then comes back on the Tron rooting for Flynn as throughout the whole match. So he manages him. It's so bad. Yeah. yeah it's, oh, it's don't worry. Um, it's, it's done soon. Sweet. Uh, we cut back to Jimmy <laughs> as J- as uh, Jimmy is hiding under the bus with the but the trophy won't fit. So Finley comes, reaches, runs to the back, reaches for Jimmy. But then Morris, uh, Hugh Morris, the Barbarian, and Nobbs and Flynn all attack him in the back. So we have a hardcore feud going. That's cool. Going. I guess. Yeah. Well, they won't be going for long. No, oh, thank you. Let's go backstage with J.J. Dillon and uh, with uh, Lodi and Lenny Lane. Uh, J.J. says they need to take care of some business. Lodi and Lenny are both nervous. Uh, J.J. says that uh, there's more of them like them in WCW. Um, Told you guys this was going somewhere, but I didn't say where. Uh, J.J. wants to talk <laughs> about their contracts. Uh, J.J. says that they need to sign it properly. There's a lot of... Uh, Lodi says they thought they have. J.J. says... Uh, it, he hasn't been in the closet, and they need to sign it right. Um, JJ says that he knows they are brothers. They just need to sign the contracts with the same name. Swerve. 
This is what you call a pivot. Yep. After some very negative feedback. But they're not done yet. Oh, yep. <laughs> but yes, this is the pivot. Uh, we can't have them be lovers. That's getting us way too much heat. They're brothers. And they're going to be apparently mentally challenged brothers. Because uh, apparently they feel that you have to hide the fact that you're siblings. I can I, think of two other teams. Even though Sims Harlem Sims. Heat, the Steiners, the Windows. Which JJ the- brings up. JJ does bring them up. Those like they're, We also have those teams, but they're playing it at Koi. I think my favorite part of this is like they go, so we're going to get raises? And JJ's like, huh? No, my favorite part. <laughs> so what about raises? What? I think I heard a phone ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> uh, it's the first time Dylan's ever been good on camera? Right. Well, ever? this time around. He was great as the manager of the Four Horsemen in the 80s, but... I mean, I guess that's fair. <laughs> but this time around, yes, the first time he's been good. <laughs> so let's go to our favorite time of the hour. It's the shake of the evening? Yes, sir. All right. As it's me, Gene, and he brings out Hollywood Hogan. Hogan said when he came back after his surgery uh, and after the reaction he got, he knew it was time for him to turn his life around. By uh, becoming face. Hogan says that uh, it will be Sid at his feet saying that Hogan's the man, the ruler of wrestling. And I feel like that's the way you can only get into the building by saying that. <laughs> no, <in> fact. <laughs> Hogan, uh, Hogan says, I don't care about Sid. Basically, he says this. I'm focused on Sturges. Yep. So he doesn't care for Sid tonight. Way to build up that new muscle man that you just signed <laughs> to big money. Uh, brother. Uh, yeah, he doesn't worry me, dude. Uh, Hogan then ends up with how he doesn't understand what's going on with Mr. Kevin Nash. I've only I've only used all the uh, manipulation and politicking possible to keep him from where he wants to be, even though he's the booker. I don't know why he'd be mad at me. Uh, he's been getting screwed for the past couple months, right? Much like evolution, it's a mystery. <laughs> so we get a recap of the montage of the battles between Flair and Sting throughout the years. By years, I mean weeks. You think they should be pubbing the years? But they don't. You would think. So let's move on to our next match. Lodi with Lenny Lane versus Norman Smiley. Did you see the sign? Which one? Uh, the Lenny and Lodi equals. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Booble? It probably has been a while. A hard F. Oh, that checks out. Yep. Uh, a hard F. There's only, I don't know how deep your breakdown's going to be, Joe. There's only one thing I want to bring up about this match. It's the fact that uh... no. Did I write it down? Did wrong? you write it down? Who wrestled? Le- it was uh, Lodi. It was Lodi. Okay. Yeah. So Lodi, I wrote. Yeah, I wrote down. Did uh, uh, three amigos. So that makes him Latino Lodi. God damn. Is that what we're doing? Latino Lodi. Hey, he's no longer buff. It's now Latino Lodi. <laughs> we get a uh, Nitro <laughs> special with these guys well, for I mean, some reason. It's Latino you know. Lodi. Latino Lodi. Lodi, Lenny helps Lodi at points in the match. However, Norman Smiley wins with the roll-up, and Lenny and Lodi want to learn how to do the big wiggle after the match. Yeah, they're all about it. He's also going to ask that. We're still doing the big wiggle? Like, we're still doing that? Oh, it doesn't go anywhere. Like, dude, who's been on TV for like eight months, and we're doing this shit? Can I ask you a question? They don't even show it on TV. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Who's about to come in as head of creative? My sir, yeah. the Big Wiggle is about to get a push. Not necessarily Norman, just a Big Wiggle. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Uh, we get a recap. We get a montage of the montage we saw earlier tonight between <laughs> Flair and Sting. Because our next match... Gotta love a montage of a montage. 
Our next match is Ric Flair with Arn in Asia versus Sting for <laughs> control of WCW. A main event anywhere in the world except for Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> it, it's a main event for any first hour of your show. It's the, like, it's the main event for the first hour. Fuck it. You know what I was? You know what I was thinking? Fuck it. I was thinking, fuck Hogan. Right, dude. Oh, damn. Sting versus Flair, the most storied rivalry in this company's history. Uh, Go, with not even a close second. Goes on top of the first hour? Dog. And it's like a storyline that has months into it. It's not this out-of-nowhere title reign. Uh, brother, I bring the ratings, dude. Listen here, dude. God damn it, man. Brother, dude. Uh, Eric Bischoff joins commentary. Thank God. Uh, Charles is the rap. He heard Bobby. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Guess I'll get on there early. Oh, Slurring he, his words like crazy. He only lasts for this one match. So. Should have stayed out there the whole night. Um, re- uh, Charles uh, Robinson's the ref. Gives Rick a little fist bump. But before the match. Uh, <laughs> nothing, scr- nothing screwed with that. that. <laughs> But before the match even happens, uh, Sting hits Charles with the scorpion death uh, awesome. drop. I was thinking, like, fuck you. <laughs> Sting then does the fuck you moment of picking up Charles by the belt and just holding him and then tosses phenomenal. him outside the ring. Low-key. Low I don't know how long it lasts. Oh, Little Nate, by the way. Great. One of the, one of the guys oh, yeah. of the did not see the uh, first time around, but this so time around, good. love him. So good. But Jesus, I don't know how long it lasts because yeah, I, I forget this era because I was working some nights. But Sting, since he came back in April through now, has been awesome. Yeah, like he's over as fuck. Gets twice the ovation Hogan gets easily, and he's doing awesome shit. Now because I remember two thousand, yeah. when I, he falls off the rails at some point again, and I don't know exactly where it is, but he's awesome right now. We're waiting to see, right? Yeah. Wait and see. Uh, Sting covers Flair at one point, but Arn pulls the ref out. Sting attacks Arn. Uh, Sid comes out of nowhere and attacks Sting. Um, Flair puts the figure four on Sting. Uh, takes Flair a bit, but he uh, put it on because he stalls. Uh, ref makes the count, but Sting kicks out. Uh, Sting reverses the figure four. We get a Nitro special with these two. Uh, when Sting powers up, the crowd... Goes ballistic for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sting hits the sping- stinger splash. Uh, Flair puts the ref in front of him for one of them. Ref bump number two. Um, Sting takes out Arn and st- uh, takes out Arn, then hits a stinger splash on Asia. Sting puts Flair in the Scorpion Deathlock, at, but the ref is still down. So Eric Bischoff leaves the table, enters the ring, and makes the call finish. So your new. President of WCW Sting, fuck that. Sid runs in, attacks both Bischoff and Sting, power bombs Bischoff. Hogan comes out, makes a save. Sting wins control, but who's standing in the middle of the ring? Brother. So, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, I don't think they've, they still, I believe they haven't yet rang the bell to end the match. I think we're still waiting for them to ring that fucking bell to ring. Jesus Christ, ring the goddamn bell. Uh, I'm never going to complain about a Sting Flare match. It's never going to be a bad match. This was very sloppy, though. It was not one of their better matches. Um, so that was disappointing for me. Uh, just growing up as a huge Stinger guy and loving the, the Flare Sting matches. You know. It wasn't their best. Either. It wasn't their best. 
Uh, and then, yeah, fucking Sid Hogan. It, it just blows my mind that Sting wins control ship, but then Hogan's out there to rain on that parade. Yeah. Just doing Hogan things. Brother. When when it works, nobody nobody bats an eye. But, like, so when ratings are good, it's just, you know. But now, when it's not working, it's like, really? What are you doing? So let's move on to our next match for the TV title match. Rick Steiner versus Horace. <laughs> Uh, he has that Hogan name again, so uh, Horace Hogan. Um, did you guys like hear someone barking when like Steiner's coming out? I mean, the music. But besides that, <laughs> I'm like, who the hell's fucking? Barking? I just heard the music. Oh, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe, it was you. Yeah, and they delivered. You guys, you guys, you got me. You got me. It was Zen. He was Zen. <laughs> uh, Rick destroys Horace. <laughs> For this match, I, I mean, fucking hope. Yeah. Uh, Horace tells the ref to check the time while Horace lays cha- uh, Rick with a chair. Uh, is this allowed to hit? Uh, um, how long does it take to check uh, the time? <laughs> About three minutes. Because he lays into him <laughs> with multiple shots. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, I can't believe that worked. Go check the time. <laughs> Just, okay. He walks over, and all of a sudden, he's like the dude at the end of uh, the. Uh, Fucking Blair Witch Project. He's just in the corner <laughs> with his head down. He, 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 he's trying to ask the guy. They're trying to be topical. It's summer 99. It was, yeah. He was trying Mike, to be the, the way. He was, the guy in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. Mike. Uh, he was trying to be the guy, right? To ask. However, he was like leaning over Pinzer. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, dude, I'm like two feet away from you, but can you see me? Because so, I want to know. So here's, here's the deal. As long as the camera was on him, I was watching those two. So what was happening, he's just over there. And then when it, when it was time for him to turn around, Pinzer gave him the cue. Yeah. Go back to work. Yep. Uh, I, was, I, was roll, I was dying at this. I was like, what the fuck is this? WCW, everybody. WCW, everybody. So we have that going on. And then all of a sudden, Kevin Ash comes out and attacks Horace, throwing him into the still steps. Rick Steiner then hits the top rope bulldog. Kevin gets on the apron and gives Rick Steiner a fist bump. What is going on here? I like it. One, it's horse, so you can do it in the storyline of that's that's Hogan's blood. I'm gonna get him. Two, I like putting Nash and Steiner together. Like I didn't know they knew each other way back when, but I mean <laughs> Nash is Rick Steiner's kid's godfather, mm-hmm. so or is it vice versa? Either way, um, so they're 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 friends. So yeah, you know it, I like it. Get them together. Do something different. How refreshing is it to see Hanash? Hanging around someone who's not Hall or Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Something different. Like? Something new. Something I did not know uh, happened and for a little Scott's bit. Scott's gone. It gives Rick a little more direction. Yeah. Um, Hogan comes out yeah, and gets on the say. mic. So we get a ho- another Hogan promo. Hogan wants to know what's up with Nash. Uh, Hogan said this was supposed to be strictly business. Nash attacking horse makes it personal. <laughs> and I love Nash's response. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was awesome. And also like. Hulk, you don't give a fuck about Horace. No. That horse shit. And also, thank Christ, at least I didn't play the fucking music every time he came out. Right. My God, dude. Uh, Nash said he's lied. He says this is real personal. Him, Nash and Rick Steiner leave together. Very, very interesting. The Michigan connection. The best but tag team. We go on to the next tag team of the Nitro Girls. I'd like to tag team the Nitro Girls. Let's move on to our next <laughs> match. Um... <laughs> Let's go to psychosis. No you don't worry about it. You don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. I got no cell. Yeah. Jeff over here. We're gonna we're gonna psychosis versus Eddie Guerrero. Okay. okay. 
during this match, during Psychosis' entrance, um, he brings up that uh, Psychosis was Cruiserweight champion for one week, and he wants it back. I assume he's, this is what I'm thinking. Oh, he's going to have a match with Ray tonight for the title since Hudson brought it up. No, Eddie comes out. So I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> but like, I'm okay with the match. But I'm like, oh, okay. Then why bring up that? Foreshadowing. Epic. Did uh, Eddie wear a mask? Hmm? Did Eddie, ever, Eddie yes. ever wear a mask? He did for a little while in Mexico, but he was also the first black, t- or not the first, he was the second black tiger in Japan. Uh, the funny, the best thing about him being Black Tiger is that even if you don't know that and you watch old gifts like Corey's tagged me and stuff, and I or I've shown like I've seen it and I tag him, and I go, "That's fucking Eddie." Like not <laughs> it doesn't even say who it is. I'm like I just see the motion and, and I'm like, like, "Oh, that's yep, Eddie. That's Eddie. Yeah, that's Eddie." <laughs> but uh, we get a back and forth match here, a Nitro special. No, this one like, I'm fine with. Yeah, fine with yeah, I'm fine with this one. Uh, Psychosis is the top rope spinning heel kick. The story of the match is Eddie's lower back is freaking out on him. Psychosis hits a top rope Frankensteiner. Eddie hits the gory special and then hits the frog splash for the win. A super long frog splash. I'm going to go on record to tie back a little to what we were talking to before we started this here, uh, Nitro. Psychosis along with La Parca might get my pick for like most underutilized people in the Monday Night Wars period. Maybe when we come to an end yeah. of this show, we should have like... Award show. He's so good. How do they but not like do more with psychosis? Most overrated, most underrated, most out, you know, all he that good stuff. He doesn't even show. get respect within the cruiser division. He's no. just an afterthought. He doesn't. Uh, Villano 5 and the Parker do come out and attack Eddie. However, Ray Mysterio comes out and makes the save. Ray slides uh, to the outside, hitting a sp- uh, spinning DDT on the Parker. Uh, Ray and Eddie have a sta- uh, standoff. Um, Hudson brings up that Ray's trying to make amends with Uncle Eddie Guerrero. So, Eddie Faith turn? The fuck? But I like the uncle part. <laughs> I'm just going to spoil it now. Yes, um, it is a face turn. I, Originally, the plan was for Eddie to pretend to befriend Ray, turn on him, and then they would feud for the Cruiserweight title again. Mm-hmm. However, as you saw tonight, and you'll see in the upcoming weeks, they worked so well together and got so over together that they just aborted that and kept Eddie Faith. It's I probably like, the right call, but it's just I was just like, didn't he just come back as a heel? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I had to make sure I wrote down Uncle Eddie because I'm like, okay, <laughs> uh, get fucked, Chavo. I guess get fucked, Chavo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna tell the story real quick. I know we're yeah. going long, but I That's don't fine. care. That's what she said. So it reminds me of the story of the first time Eddie ever met Ray. Mm-hmm. It was like in 90, 1990 or ninety one. Ray had just started, and he's still a teenager. But it just started. And one of the other workers was like, come on, let's go up to the room. Eddie's there. He's probably just drinking some beers. Let's let's, let's go meet him. He'd never met Eddie before. So the guy brings him in. And Eddie's just on the hotel bed in his tidy whiteys drinking beer. And he's like, to the guy, he's like, who the fuck are you bringing this fan in? Who the fuck is this guy? And he's like, no, he's a worker. It's uh, Calibri. And he's like, no way. He's a little kid. And he's like, no, no, seriously, he's working. And I'm like, that's how they met. Uh, I think Jericho tells a very similar story. Yeah. We were at a bar, and he was like, Just bring this 12-year-old to a bar? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Eddie sa- Ray says that he wants peace. In the Middle and- East. Peace in the Middle East. And, but Ray and Eddie That's shake it. hands. <laughs> uh, let's go backstage to the NWO Black God and White. damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Just let the memories go. <laughs> 
as um, Stevie is wondering uh, what the hell happened. You're uh, tarnishing it. Uh, uh, Stevie wants to take care of the triad, but he wants to make sure uh, Brian Adams and uh, Vincent has his back. Adam, uh, Steve, uh, Brian Adams questions if Stevie Ray is black and white or is he Harlem Heat? And Stevie says, uh, we're talking about question. that later. Uh, I didn't write a single thing down that I literally just wrote B-team segment. <laughs> Jesus, to Corey's point, just fucking let it die. Yeah, really. My God. The elite Wolfpack isn't even alive anymore. What are you Fuck. doing? It, it blows my mind how far... How far B team goes. Will it make you happy to know that? It sure looks like Harlem Heat's getting back together, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's that's the end of the. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, three one. I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine with that. It's right. it's done. <laughs> Other people are repackaged very soon. Yeah. So let's move on to our next match. Is it Stevie Ray versus Canyon? Who better than Canyon? Well, funny enough, no one. Um, stupid idiots, as um, DDP would say. Before the match, uh, DDP says, Last Thunder, um, Stevie Ray tried to take a shot at him, and I went, when? When did that happen? Because I don't recall Stevie Ray being on uh, on Thunder. Um, Kanye makes the fat jokes about Stevie Ray's mother. So Stevie Ray comes down, and it, just, it didn't... It's that point of, you know, what we discuss on the show and all our other shows, which you can listen to here at NoSeldomTainment.com. The you you insulted my mother, insulted someone I love, this this that, and then you like I'm gonna still pose. You know, <laughs> uh, we get a nitro special. These two guilty of the worst, without question on that one. Um, Canyon has Stevie Ray in the corner and punch him. Stevie Ray just tosses Canyon to the outside. I'm like, yeah, get out of here. Uh, Stevie Ray goes for the slapjack, but Bam Bam and DDP try to stop him, but Stevie Ray knocks them to the outside. Stevie then hits the slapjack on Canyon, covers him for the win, but it didn't, um, but it didn't look right. Um, the triad then attacks Stevie Ray until Booker T comes out and makes the save. Blood is thicker than black and white. Isn't that the old saying? Uh, sure. Let's go with that. That's what I remember. That's what they say. Let's do a montage of Macho Man. You know, just why not? Why not? Right? Let's, let's we got, we do, got time. Yeah. Well, why not? Let's just do a montage of Macho Man for some reason. So let's go to commentary as Arliss oh my God. has joined them. Um, uh, he's there to promote that. Hey, Dose W will be on Arliss. Because no other networks would take WCW. Way to shoot on, way to like shit on WCW. CBS won't take it, ABC won't take it, but HBO will. Kind of shits on Arlo's show. Yeah. That too. <laughs> like, I know what they were trying to get. Like, they're like theoretically too edgy to be on network, but like, that's the other company, bro. Yeah. This, isn't, yeah. this isn't this. Yeah, this was fucking atrocious. You know why he's here, guys, right? He's here to scout oh, he told somebody. us. He's here to scout one Dennis Rodman. And at first I was just like, huh? Didn't go to Chicago? What? Yeah, why? De- but hey, Dennis Rodman is supposed to be here. Um, <laughs> in my notes I have, I guess he's supposed to be in character. Because like we said earlier in the show, they me- mentioned him by his real name. But then later on, it's Arliss, Arliss, Arliss. So, 
So let's move on to our next match as it's Macho Man Randy Savage with Gorgeous George and Miss Madness versus Kidman. That's right. Kidman gets thrown into another shitty storyline. <laughs> yep. He's got heat with somebody. Well, I mean, there's a fucking good reason, God damn it. You're right. There is a fucking... He's got heat with me, too. There is a fucking God good damn reason. damn it. God damn. Uh, no Medusa tonight. Uh, Macho, before the match, once again, he's still on that storyline that Nash is a dead man. He's a, he, he's he's consistent. You know, hey uh hey uh Mr. Macho Man, uh, didn't Hogan beat you for the title? Some, some might even say though Nash obsessed. helped you, but Dude, you should been, be. It's it's been fifteen years. Yeah. He's done with that. I know. <laughs> like, you know uh, what? Fuck Hogan. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he said fuck Hogan because he's running for president of the United States. Yeah. Then he calls out Kidman. Um, Savage loses control and hits the announce table with a chair. Mid Miss Madness kicks Kidman in the back. Macho puts Kidman on the announce table and chokes him out with a Slim Jim. Uh, this, as I would call it, awesome. this was is, awesome. This is what I'll call a smoke and mirrors nitro special. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Miss Madness drop kicks Macho on accident. Savage hits a pile driver. At that point, I thought he was going to go for a power bomb, but Macho knows better. <laughs> I ain't going to power bomb this guy. <laughs> See, but he goes for the power driver instead. Uh, Savage hits the elbow drop, makes the cover, but pulls up at two. Savage knocks down the ref. Savage then hits another elbow drop. And then who's coming down from the entrance ramp is one Dennis Rodman. Uh, Rodman uh, runs down and hits him. Macho Man with something. He's over. They are in Rockford, Rockford, Illinois. Then Arliss gets gets in the ring and starts yelling at uh, Dennis. But then... Who pie-faces him? Get the fuck out of here. Get away from me. And then... uh, Mean Gene gets in the ring, and then we have uh, our next promo. Is we just have Arliss yelling, pay per view! Oh, because he tries. Don't blow it! Pay per view! He's like, Robin, why are you here? Robin walks away. He's like, Yeah, thanks, Robin. Hey, uh, Robin, what are you doing here? Thanks for helping out. (laughs) He's blowing kisses into the camera. And then Shivani's there with a mic, like he's fucking. It's like Um, an AP press conference. Randy gets in the ring with security, stops him, but you were. Corey, you're right. Like Tanay and uh, Tony are in the ring with Mike, so you see like there was old like 1990s promos of like 5,000 mics in your yeah. face. Like, what do you want? What do you want? I just it was a good game. We need to practice harder. We'll do better next time. So pull out of this, Roger. I'd like to pull. Roger, out pulling out. So this isn't wrestling. Just it comes across the news channel. You don't know why, but on pay per view, it's Dennis Rodman versus Macho Man Randy Savage. In no field is that good. There isn't a single thing they could do that would be entertaining. Why the... F- no. What the fuck? This is like, oh, God. Like, Kidman can, Kidman can do smoke and mirrors because Kidman can work. What the fuck is Rodman going to do? I mean, Savage is toast. He, he needs... He's needed Flair, Sting, yeah. Kidman. Nash didn't do so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if Nash can't do it, Rodman's going to carry him? He literally fell asleep last year. Like, I... This is monumental train wreck <laughs> waiting to happen. Maybe they're just like hoping maybe Savage is mad and just shoots on him. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Starts beating his ass for real. <laughs> like, oh, this is not but good. Then, but then he gets assassinated by North Korea, so I don't know. It's, it's, bad. it's not good. It's, this, I was like, yikes. This, ooh, this is as bad as I remember it being. Oh, my. I Did had no idea this that was a thing. That just killed my throat. <laughs> just doing that. Um... But yes, Arla says at pay-per-view it should be Macho Man versus Rodman. <laughs> at pay-per-view, he just yeah. says the phrase pay-per-view, not pubbing the one it is. And he calls him Macho Man Savage, which drives me nuts. 
I mean, let's just be happy. I guess they didn't think he'd remember, so they didn't want a Jeremy Piven summer fest. I mean, they're and, like, just say pay per view, and then Ma- just, then, just do it. then out of nowhere, Medusa comes down and gets into it with Miss Madness, and then all hell breaks loose for that one minute. It's a hell of a segment, I'll tell you that. A hell of a segment, uh, memorable. So let's do a recap of last week's with Vampiro and Conan, as they're uh, and they just shows a minute, uh, like a second of their match, and then Vampiro attacking Conan after getting DQ'd. Well, let's do a rematch, shall we, of Conan versus Vampiro? Conan? They fight. Sorry. Uh, anybody outside of Mexico at, in real time give a fuck about this match? Absolutely not. No. It's, it's, it's just beyond like, its time. Because Vampiro hasn't been on TV enough to get over, and Conan's past it. Fuck, man. Uh, they fight for a little bit, then all of a sudden, the insane clown posse come out <laughs> and attack Conan. But uh, then all of a sudden, Raven gets on the apron <laughs> and just watches. Yep. What? <laughs> the last half hour of this fucking show is banana. So here's the deal. Insane Clown Posse show up and do a better job than Robin and Arliss. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Um, hey, Raven's back. Hey. And he's the leader of this group of Vampiro and the Insane Clown Posse. That checks out, actually. Yeah. I, That's to, pretty much on brand. If we're going to be honest, I think it's a pretty cool looking group. They even have a cool name. The Deadpool. Oh, that checks right. out. That checks out. They are the Deadpool. However... Um, Raven, uh, not Raven, Raven Sierra comes out and attacks Shaggy too dope and then gives him a Rough Rider. Vampiro then hits Ray with a power bomb. Violent J hits a top rope moonsault onto Ray as Raven is just still standing there My watching. My favorite part is Ray, Ray in the ring goes right by Raven and Raven's just like, hmm, just, I just had a feud with you just a minute ago. This is yeah. ridiculous. Cup of coffee. So Raven's heel again. <laughs> Was ever was ever Ellery ever face? Yeah, <laughs> face earlier, for that cup of coffee with uh, Saturn. For that Saturn sucks Raven's greasy cock. <laughs> I still have vivid memories of that. <laughs> Let's see the greasy cock when we talk about last week's uh, recap with uh, Macho Man making that challenge. And I thought it was gonna ma- be another Mean Gene segment. No, not yet. Uh, as we have, no, don't worry, it's about to happen. Uh, Macho making the challenge for last week, Hogan accepting it, the champ saying he made a mistake. So let's go to our next promo. I give you an out. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> you should have gave us an out here, sir. Because here comes Buff Bagwell, and he is dressed as the cat. Yes, black face and all. Someone is dressed like Sonny Uno with a mask on, and they have Nitro Girl Che with her. All right. So. With them. Oh, do you want me to continue? You're giving that look I can up. either talk now oh, or I'll, when you're I'll, done. I'll, I'll, let me finish here. Yeah. Buff does all the cat shtick, oh. making fun of the crowd. Um, that part wasn't terrible. Um, Buff makes fun of the cat and his mom, calling her fat. Then the uh, the real cat comes out with Sonny Ono. Cat then knocks out Buff with the loaded shoe. Cat does a moonwalk into an elbow drop as Sonny Ono <laughs> makes the three count. Yep. Blackface. We have Arliss, Rodman, <laughs> Insane Clown Posse, and Blackface within a 45-minute time span on Nitro. So I don't know why, but as soon as I saw Buff come out, I remembered this and thought, oh, I can't wait to see what Mike thinks. <laughs> For first thing I thought, yes, this is maybe the most expensive promo in Nitro history. Mm. Oh, it cost them millions of dollars. Yep. This is like exhibit A, B, and C in the multi-million dollar racism lawsuit 
filed just two years later. Uh, Sonny Ono being a big part of it. <laughs> Blackface Bagwell yep. was bad enough. Yep. But they went out on purpose and purposely found the most racist Asian mask they could find for the Sonny Ono thing. Mm-hmm. This this skit cost them millions of dollars. How about that? And uh, definitely worth it with that star power that is Buff Bagwell. Was it worth it, Buff? I know <laughs> that it was a different time. But was, what's he thinking? Blackface? Like, I get it. A bit of a double standard. A year prior, and DX was, had done blackface. At least that one was good and entertaining. Doesn't make it any better. It doesn't, but at least there was that. Hey, 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 Rock. My guess is that they talked to the nation first. I can also tell you they they didn't talk to the cat or Sonny Ono about this. Yeah. I bet they didn't. Had no idea this was happening. Did they talk to Hogan? Hogan probably wrote it. He had the mask already. <laughs> yep. Uh, funny, brother. This will get back well over. No, this was terrible. And uh, my God. And holy fuck. And Jesus Williker. Um, I, I, Buff I is lucky that the cat didn't kick him in his fucking face for real. That he was mm-hmm. like professional enough to know that it was a storyline. Um. Because he did just do that not funny Scott Steiner cosplay. Yeah. Uh, because the cat would beat the living fuck out of him for real. Oh, yes. And hurt him real. You think Rick Steiner hurt him? <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I, yeah. No, this, I was like, God, I can't. I forgot that all of this shit happened on one show. I. I didn't know any of this happened yeah, on this show. I didn't show. either. I did not know that Buff <laughs> blackfaced. See, like, see, like, I remember all of this. I just remember it over multiple shows because I was thinking there's no way they <laughs> could do all that in one show. No way in one show. And like, sure enough, like one after the other, it kept happening. It's I was 45 like, minutes. Oh it's my not God. even like the same show. It's literally segment behind uh, yeah. segment. Like, <laughs> Fuck. And like I feel like forever since we had a match, and was, the match we had was Macho, but that led to Rodman. At this point, I'm thinking: Is did Russo send in a sample, and they just put it on air? He's like already like secretly writing shows. Like <laughs> I, I, I is that Ferrara there already? <laughs> like what the I, fuck? I'm just surprised they uh, first they did the blackface. I'm not, and then <laughs> I'm not surprised. And then not like, and then two, I just thought it was hilarious that. Buff did the blackface, but Buff is the one that got knocked out at the end of the thing. Well, at least that part was justified. It should have. Justified. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to our next match. <laughs> Kurt Henning and Barry Windham. Motherfuck. <laughs> nope, not, I'm not at the main event, sir. Uh, Kurt Henning and Barry Windham versus Saturn and Chris Benoit. Uh, commercial for this one, a Nitro special, because you know that main event ain't going long. Uh, Kendall yeah. and uh, Bobby getting keep getting involved, but Saturn and Benoit fight them off. Saturn puts Kurt in, uh, Kurt in the ring, a uh, ring of Saturn, but dunk him, and Kendall get in the ring, attack him. Malenko comes out, and they try to make the save, but they're at number three to four. And then Shane Douglas runs down and helps Malenko. Hudson uh, says, 
they were they were they were shown together earlier with the alliance with Malenko. When did that happen? Well, remember all summer. The old oh yeah, but they they bring up with uh, well, Shane. Talking, no, he was talking Saturday. Oh okay. Um, Douglas says uh, things are about to change in WCW. Uh, Douglas says WCW has a cancer and you need to know who it is and we're going to take them out. I forgot this happened this show too. I was like, God damn. Right. Uh, so another seg- moment that happened like within the next first hour, you know, <laughs> this recent hour is ICP. Maybe they, Arliss, got, maybe they did the Rodman. flare match in the first hour to get him out of the building before Shane Douglas debuted. Maybe. Because, you know, the, the heat there. Blackface and now Shane Douglas. There. Fuck Shane Douglas. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I fucking hate Shane Douglas. I never understood Shane Douglas. I never understood the draw. He is fucking 1999 Finn Balor for me. He, Fuck this dude. He worked in ECW because Paulie knew how to do it. Everywhere else. Jesus, man. Magnificently failed. So, Not to give away what happens this run. Uh, well, you said Shane Douglas. It was implied. I just, I remember like, uh, I want to say it was like Shivani maybe. Dean Douglas. <laughs> Was saying uh, how like criminally underrated he was. I'm just like, no, he's rated right where he should have been. A lot of guys within the business think like, Shane Douglas was really underrated. I happen to think he's right about where he should be. Um, so Douglas is now there. We get the Nitro Girls. Then we get a montage of the history of Hogan Macho Nash. Not soon. So let's go to our main event finally for Derby Nitro. Sid Vicious versus Hollywood Hogan for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Match starts out with Hogan having to overpower Sid to show that. Of course, because, you know, looking at the two of them, Hogan would be the more powerful, right? That's right. Uh, Smoke and Mirrors Nitro special here. Hogan hoaxes up. Hogan hits the big boot, but uh, Sid stumbles around while Hogan poses. You guys notice that one? Oh, yeah. Like, really? He hits him with the big boot, and then he has to stumble for... a. 10 seconds while Hogan must pose. Sting, uh, Kevin Nash runs down and attacks Hogan. Sting comes out and attacks Nash and Sid. Stinger splashes both Sid and Nash. Rick Steiner comes out of nowhere and attacks Sting. Then all of a sudden, Goldberg music hits, comes down and attacks Nash, Sid, and Steiner. So we end uh, Nitro with, uh, with Sting, Goldberg, and Hogan in the ring, eyeballing Nash, Sid, and Steiner. So, two thoughts. Uh, probably a six-man tag next week. Uh, pretty fair assumption there. And uh, not a great reaction for Goldberg. No. That was very tepid. You want to know why? I have a theory. Absolutely. Because what you heard was piped in. Oh, yeah. Music. Oh, yeah. Originally, it's it's the Megadeth song. Oh, God. Fans did didn't not know, know who it was. was. They Yeah, they changed his music for like a that's month. A, that's a good decision. And Checks I can out. tell you, every fucking time he was on TV with that music, he got no pop because... Who Who is this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah. So, so that's what you do with your biggest star. You radically change his theme music. Remember when they changed uh, Broken Glass to uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time for Stone Cold? Absolutely. Didn't work at all. Yeah. So, you know, you know what's working for me, guys? Is the end is near you. Oh. The end is nigh. As I get to watch the second to last Sunday night, there's still, still a week, sir. You doubt the database? I'm <laughs> so let's go back a day to July 18th, 1999. They uh, do a recap of the Monday Austin and uh, Taker 
Big Show teaming up with Austin to attack Taker and Kane. Undertaker promo. Undertaker says uh, he will bust Austin's head open again, fully loaded. Uh, Undertaker says that the brothers have united. Kane comes out to the ring. Undertaker then leaves instantly and then makes Kane follow. Uh, commentary brings up, we have our, uh, another Intercontinental Championship match. Jeff Jarrett has to defend that on every show as he's facing Road Dog, X-Pac versus Hardcore Holly. First match of the night was Jarrett and Deborah. Um, Gun and uh, China interrupt the match. Uh, second match was D'Lo and Gangrel. Midi enjoying commentary. So that was fun. Uh, you, we find out that it's going to be D'Lo and Gangrel at Fully Loaded. So uh, spoiler on that one. Uh, Gangrel wins when he spits blood into D'Lo's face and hits him with the Impaler. Edge comes out and attacks Gangrel. Um, we get a countdown to the millennium. Uh, hours 530, 31 minutes and some spare seconds. Um, we get our next match. Uh, uh, we get a promo with Road Dog wanting to face China in a dog collar match for Raw. Our for next match is X Pac versus Hardcore Holly. Holly says he isn't facing X Pac because he isn't a super heavyweight. <laughs> X Pac isn't in his ring in his league. X Pac attacks Holly. They fight for a minute until Holly grabs a steel chair and hits X Pac with it. Kane comes out and choke slams Holly. Big Show then comes out. Kane and uh, uh, Big Show get into it. Xbox hits Show with a chair. Undertaker comes out. Then Kane leaves and goes up the ramp. Big Show then choke slams Xbox. Uh, Show holds Xbox up for about five seconds, and then uh, Hall, uh, Big Show helps Holly to the back. Uh, we get a promo with Lawler and Shamrock. Uh, SummerSlam uh, press coverage footage of Vince announcing uh, Jesse Ventura as the special guest referee. Uh, then we get the Acolytes versus the versus Draws and Albert. However, the Hardy Boys come down. Godfather and Val Venus coming down. Draws pins Farouk with the help of Albert holding Farouk's foot. Our main event for Sunday Night Heat is... Wait a minute. No, that's not even... Jesus. I forgot about all this. Nope, nope. I lied. My, no, my, my notes are... Uh, my notes are like... Interwinding, so I'm like, oh shit! I, there's a lot more, but I'm like, no, nope, no. Nope. You uh, did you write this week's Nitro? I did. You really are list this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. did. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> Triple H versus with China versus the Big Show versus the main event on Heat for on Heat. Hey, why not? Uh, Kane and Undertaker come down and attack Big Show. Uh, Triple H and Taker argue until all three men attack Big Show to end Heat. Riveting. Riveting. So let's go back to July 19th, 1999 for Monday Night Raw. We're in Lexington, Kentucky. We get a history recap of the history of Austin and Vince, what they've done to each other. Beer bash, Austin destroying Vince's car, Vince screwing uh, Austin, all that good stuff. Commentaries, JR and Kevin Kelly. Uh, they were saying that uh, King's having car issues. So. TV, bro. What are going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> so let's go to our... Uh, Corporate ministry promo of the week, as they always open the show. Uh, Vince says this is the last time you see Austin uh, live on Raw. Uh, Jesus. Vince says uh, he guarantees that Austin will lose the title at Fully Loaded. Vince says that uh, it's just not his career on the line at the pay-per-view. It's Undertaker's uh, career on the line, too. 
As an Undertaker grabs uh, the mic and what? Like, what? <laughs> He's like, what the hell? He's like, this ain't my issue. He's threatening you, not me. Uh, then he, uh, then Undertaker threatens Vince. Vince is like, I created you. I, you know, I had sex with your mom. Sometimes. Uh, Triple H <laughs> gets in the face of Undertaker. Uh, Triple H says, "Yeah, he knows his place, and he wants to pay him, uh, pay Vince back." Oh man, you made me lose it. Uh, sorry, I, had, I, I thought I could get you a pop on that one. Uh, Triple H wants Vince to put him in a match with Austin instead of Undertaker. Vince is like, "You know what? I like that idea." Vince doesn't know if he can trust Taker, so Vince makes the match between Undertaker and Triple H tonight. Winner faces Austin at the pay per view. Loser gets to face The Rock in the scrap match at the pay per view. Way to put over the rock there, guys. Right. I got I, 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 I would say this. I actually like Triple H. <clears throat> he was a good asshole here. He yeah. was. He was a good assing. asshole. Kiss assing, but also the fact that he's like he's gunning for the title. Yeah. How can I do it? This fuck this guy. He's put me in. Put me in. Uh, I feel like making love. If Vince can't get in the ring, why not just do the promo on the ramp? Would have been better. Um. Is Kai Richards really going to carry him into the... Okay. Yeah, that was... that. I don't know why that annoyed me so much, but it did. Um, Stone Cold's music hits then, but Austin comes out driving the Bloodmobile. And that might be why he ain't... Uh, I mean, yeah, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, Austin comes out with uh, out of the van drinking a beer. Austin says he's going to lock Undertaker in his Bloodmobile and take Vince's blood to make Vince bleed tonight. Little bitch. What? What? All right. So commentary brings up. These are the matches we get to watch tonight, guys. Uh, China versus Road Dog in a dog collar match. Dog pound match, as they called it. Kane and Xbox versus Hardcore Holly and Big Show. B.A. Billy Gunn versus The Rock. And Triple H versus The Undertaker. Uh, we got we check backstage with Vince Shane and Triple H. As Vince is a little worried about Austin, uh, but Triple H tells him that the corporate ministry is outside, and hey, he's here. Uh, Triple H will uh, take care of Vince if Vince take takes care of Triple H. Trust me, Vince. I got it all taken care of. Is there anything else I can do for you to get closer? I don't know. Get you a coffee. Fuck your daughter. What? <laughs> what? Oh hell yeah! Goddamn pal. Uh, so let's go to our first match of the night. It's Road Dog versus China in the Dog Pound match. Uh, China doesn't want to put the chain on. Uh, Road Dog then calls her a bitch and tells her to put it on. Ref is about to put the chain on, but Triple H, uh, but China does the sneak attack on him. Uh, however, once Road Dog takes advantage of her, takes the advantage. Bulldog uh, Billy Gunn comes out and attacks Road Dog. Uh, China and Gunn uh, throw uh, Road Dog over the top rope and begin to hang him. You know, a guy just fell from the ceiling a couple months ago, and we're already doing a hanging spot. Hey, why not, you right? Know. You know, one can't grieve forever. Nope. Right. Move on. Uh, China's putting some kicks into him. That's but what Owen X- would want. We have a pay-per-view to sell, damn it. Right? What does Owen want? Uh, someone to get hung. Got it. Uh, tr- <laughs> X-Pac comes out and makes the save. Uh, backstage, uh, we're with Shane, Vince, and Triple H again. Someone knocks on the door, and Vince freaks out, thinks it's awesome, but it's the posse, and... Um, I think we should we should be thankful that it's a modern miracle that it immediately booked the next month a scaffold match, dude. Where the loser has to fall off the scaffold. <laughs> uh, we get a promo with Shane and the Mean Street Posse. Uh, they're saying, "Hey, remember that elbow? Uh, 
sorry. Shane gave Stephanie last week. He's sorry. My bad. Calls out Steph, uh, saying, uh, but before Steph comes out, we see her with Tess telling her to trust her. So Stephanie comes out. Shane wants to apologize. He didn't mean it, and it wasn't his fault. It was all Tess's fault that he upvoted her last night. Tess screwed everything up, and Shane is here to fix it. Shane says Joey Abs forgives her, and he'll take her back. Um, <laughs> Steph says she went out with them once because she did it for Shane. And I think she put it that way of, I did it for the Shane. Uh, Joey says that he forgives her and puts her hand, but, but begins to play with her hair. Uh, Stephanie slaps Joey Ab. Stephanie tells Shane that, uh, tells Shane and her, his friends to stay out of her life. Shane then, uh, says, you blew it. As, uh, and, uh, the, he and his friends will make sure that Stephanie is unhappy. So we saw something historic here today, gentlemen. July 19th, 1999, the very first instance on TV of Stephanie McMahon cutting off a dude's balls and verbally eviscerating him. She must have loved it because it's been her only consistent character trait for the last 21 years. Yep. Uh, Shane is such a, a wonderful asshole here. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking amazing. I, I like the... Uh, I like... Um... Joe Abs is so creepy. He's so creepy. I don't like that. I'll be honest. I don't like that at all. But I did like the uh, Shane being the older brother. Like, hey, I'm trying to do this for you. But really, it's for him. So uh, let's go backstage with The Rock. And they just, uh, he just shows up and someone wants an autograph. So uh, Rock has to, you know, do the cocky. What? You know, the try. What a great baby face. What, try to spook him. Hey, everybody liked him. Everybody liked him for that one. Let's go to our next uh, promo for, hey, we get, there's a pay-per-view this uh, this Sunday, so come watch it. It's, uh, We're going to be fully loaded. Fully loaded. But let's go to our next match as it's Val Venus Godfather versus Draws and Prince Albert versus the Acolytes versus the Hardy Boys in a fatal four-way. But first, before all that, let's show a promo of uh, Jesse Ventura and uh, he, being named the special guest referee in the main event at SummerSlam. And then when we come back, all four of them are in the ring. Yep. Star power, dude. Well, this is a tag team championship match. Of course it is. Um, Bradshaw eliminates Prince Albert with the clothesline from hell. Draws never gets into the ring. Uh, Godfather hits Bradshaw with the, the, with the cane, and Val uh, <laughs> rolls him up to eliminate the Acolytes. Farouk was never in the ring. Godfather goes for the pimp drop, and Val goes to the top rope, but Farouk knocks Val down. Onto the top trim buckle. Jeff Hardy hits the top rope. Frankensteiner, Matt covers for the win. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Got nothing to say. You'd, you'd think I hate this, but I don't. It's been a, a perfectly fine raw, but I got nothing to add to it anyway. Yep. Um, backstage, Jeff Jarrett and Deborah's walking down uh, saying he's going to do all the talking. But then we cut to GTV uh, with the cast uh, of Mystery <laughs> Men. Uh, ben Stiller, Paul Rubin, uh, Janine Garofalo, and uh, Kel, Mitchell. Kel Mitchell. Could Janine Garofalo have not wanted to be a part of this anymore if she tried? Not one damn bit. I mean, she tried to run it. She didn't want to be there so bad. Oh, no. Uh, ben Stiller's pubbing Mystery Men. Still saying that he would love to put his face in between Deborah's puppies. And then Ben notices the camera. What's this? And then... Face palm, you know, face palms it, like, knocks it off. That movie is so bad. 
I like that movie. I never saw it. Mystery Man? It's not never bad. Saw it. It's not bad. I, this... Don't look at me like that. You like the cake, sir. It's a bad movie. That's high price. This was easily, to me, as bad as anything we saw in Nitro, in terms of cringe factor. Uh, Not for me. This was was way worse Janine falling off the... Janine pretending to be like a robot, and then overacting, falling off, and then, oh, he likes puppies? That's good that he likes it. I'm like, and I like Janine Garofalo. I was like, I want to shoot her right now. I would. She's she's ruined this. Just don't have her there if you don't. If she doesn't want to be a part of it. You can pub the movie without her. Nope. Also, like, can yeah. my, can my man Cal Mitchell get some lines? Can we can we get some Cal Mitchell uh, some lines? No. History has not been kind to Cal Mitchell. I know. Keenan on the other hand, it's fucking rude. First, of all. Uh, uh, we get a we get a Jeff Jarrett Deborah promo. Uh, Kings at ringside. He showed up now. Uh, Jarrett, uh, they show Jarrett getting stunned by Austin multiple times from last week. <laughs> Jarrett tells Austin to stay away from his belt and that he's the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. I was like, uh, I don't think he gives a fuck about your belt. He's the world champion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the yeah. fuck? I know he's trying, but like... Jarrett's already formulating it out plan. He's <laughs> like, all right, cool. Speaking of Jarrett, he defended that title on Heat. He's going to defend it tonight. Intercontinental Championship, Jeff Jarrett Deborah versus Christian. Uh, Christian dominates most of the match. Of course he does. Uh, Christian hits the own prettier, but Deborah distracts the ref. Christian goes to hit Jarrett with the uh, guitar, but the uh, ref pulls it away and puts uh, pulls it away. I thought Deborah had the unprettier. Uh, Jarrett uh, then hits the uh, Russian leg sweep for the win after the match. The Jarrett, stroke? The stroke, yep. Uh, a reverse Russian leg sweep, they called it. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, because Russian leg sweep goes backwards. Yep. yep. Reverse. Uh, Jarrett then gets a bloodbath. Who did the bloodbath? Probably the brood. Oh, uh, well, well, however. Some grow, because Edge and Christian was like, what the fuck? Who Christian, did that? Yeah, Edge comes down with a confused look on his face, and then Jarrett and him get into it. Speaking Edge, of confused, who was confused to find out that Jarrett and Edge are fighting for their little title? Uh, mm. They were, because they announced it. And uh, I was like, that's a feud. Uh, they announced, yeah, they announced that oh, these two will be fighting at the pay per view. Edge, uh, Edge, and Christian then have a confused look on who did the bloodbath since they're both down there. Who put the bomb in the pop shabop shabop? Uh, we get uh, a shot of Rock headed to the ring. Uh, Triple H telling China to go down with Billy during the break. Uh, oh, well, what? What? You, what? I thought I heard you say. Oh, yeah. Triple H told China to go down on Billy. Go down with. Oh, okay. Go down with. Oh. with. I was like, what? Damn. Attitude era. Bro. Um, during the break, Terry Taylor finds Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett says he would love to face Edge at the pay-per-view. The rooster. Didn't put Jr. Jr. He said they were having a match at the pay-per-view. Ah, uh, uh, well. Yeah. Can't, can't let the rooster get a word in Edge. Oh. <laughs> Let's go to the rooster. Let's go to our next match. It's The Rock versus badass Billy Gunn with China. Rock attacks Billy on the ramp. We get a raw special here. A few that won't end. It's not fair. Billy's probably exhausted. Uh, my hi- my <laughs> highlight of the match. My highlight of the match is uh, Billy goes to the jackhammer and like his facial reactions, like uh, "Hi, we're having a like." He's like, "He's like, yep, we're having a match." Like he doesn't. He like he's checked out. Yep. Because yeah, it's like, hey, we're here. Uh, trying to distract the ref after hit the rock hitting a twisting DDT. Rock throws gun into the ropes on the side. China is and knocks her off. Rock goes, hits a rock bottom, goes for the people's elbow, but China hits the rock with a chair as he's running off it. Billy Gunn then hits a famouser for the win. So you're king of the ring. Just pin the rock. Yep. 
I mean, you're not going to get him over if you don't have him beat big stars. At least one of them was willing to go <laughs> However, go <down>. <laughs> the way you had him win isn't going to get him over, so waste of time. We go backstage with Vince and Triple H. Triple H is sucking up to Vince, calling him a genius. Whoa, Whoa what? Sucking, sucking up. Oh, okay. oh. I was like, back-to-back oral segments on Raw here. <laughs> Attitude, bro. Uh, Vince, uh, Triple H calling Vince a genius, and everything is here because of him. I was like, Jesus, that's... Get your big, giant nose out of his ass. <laughs> Let's go to our next match, shall we? Al Snow versus Big Boss Man. Al is losing it. He runs over and stands on top of the commentary. Al throws the timekeeper out of the way and grabs a chair and starts throwing chairs in the ring. Al says he's hearing voices. Al gets in the ring and tells Boss Man to take a shot. He can't take it anymore. Al begs for him to hit it, and Boss Man's like, okay. Lays him out with one shot with the nightstick. Boss Man then handcuffs Al to the ropes and chokes him out. Al likes it for a while, but then he... uh, um. Passes out. God, I hated this. I fucking hated this. You did? Yes. I didn't mind it. I thought so it was kind I, of funny. It was so stupid. Like, oh, yeah, there's a railroad spike in my mannequin head, so I'm in incruciating pain, and I can't fucking move, and oh, it's killing it. Really, dude? Just, uh, I think I'm just done with Al Snow. Who, who would have thought that Al Snow and Head would be like one and all? You know what I mean? Right? Like, I they, 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 they never played that off. I think Al Snow has reached Val Venus territory for me. Ooh. Never beat Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our next match as it's a tag match of Midian Gangrel versus D'Lo Brown and Edge. That's a weird <laughs> fucking match. However, we get a Raw special here. This is a goddamn lethal lottery match. It really is. Uh, Edge tries to hit, split blood into D'Lo's, but he ducks. D'Lo hits a frog splash on Midian for the win for this Raw special. Um... I thought it was okay for. It was weird. It was weird. It's a yeah. Team. It was just like what. Um, during the break, cameraman follows uh, Austin, and they think he's gonna go get Vince, but he just goes and gets a drink. Uh, so then our next match it's Test versus Steve Blackman. Uh, they show the recap of last week: the posse trying to break his ankle, and then Shane knocking out Stephanie. We get a raw special here as Tess is no sells the ankle injury, or we're going to act like it didn't get hurt. I think we're chair. just acting it, it wasn't as bad as it, that it looked. Okay. Tell me if I'm the only one who sees this at this point, but I see someone you could push and get over with Test. He's getting way over with the crowd because of the storyline. And to me, he's coming off like exactly what they've been looking for for four years. A new Kevin Nash, but this time he's younger. He's faster. He's got way more agility. It's like it's everything that they wanted to have there, but they actually have it. The big boot that he does is looks yeah. pretty He's nice. uh, what WCW thinks they have in Van Hammer. Yeah. Like, I would, like, seriously, at the, but I, if I'm there at this time, I'm pushing him as far as I can. To the moon? Yeah, to the moon, baby. It's like... I mean, at this point, it's clear that at some point, Taker's going to be off television, so you need a big man. And, and he can move. Here you go. Uh, Raw special here once again. Uh, the posse come out and attack Test. Blackman just standing there watching. Not his like, business. Not my business, yep. 
How uh, you doing, man? However, Ken Shamrock runs down with a baseball bat and makes the save. Yeah, this is my business. Blackman then all of a sudden pulls blades out and starts like, threatening Shamrock. I'm like, what? It's fucking Kumite. <laughs> you want to go, bitch? I'm, I was like, excuse so, me? So the- Kid Shamrock brings out a bazooka. <laughs> it's this, like, this escalated quickly. I uh, see. You bring a baseball bat, I bring blades. What's up, bitch? Jesus Christ. Like a Saw movie. Yeah. I was like, where'd those come from? Gee, like, back pocket? What the fuck? <laughs> A countdown to the millennium. We're at 503 hours, 23 minutes, and some spare change for seconds. Oh, snap. Let's go to our next match as it's Big Show and Mr. Big Shot, Hardcore Holly versus X-Pac and Kane. Uh, However, X-Pac tells Kane to leave. Kane and uh, Big Show get into it on the outside. Undertaker comes down and chokeslams X-Pac and attacks Big Show with the still steps. Undertaker smashes uh, the still steps on Holly's head when he's laying down. I'm like, excuse me. Uh, Undertaker and leave. Uh, Undertaker and Kane leave, but Kane goes and checks on X Pac. Undertaker tells him to leave, and they're uh, heading up and they're looking at the Titantron. Then they show Undertaker choke slamming X Pac. Kane then choke slams Undertaker and carries X Pac up the ramp. X Pac and Kane hug it out. The pop. When Kane chokes Sam's Taker mm-hmm. and chooses friendship over his manipulative brother was ridiculous. Kane is another one, man, who is just monster over at this point. This year, the X Pac, Kane, in fact, everybody in this match, X Pac, Kane, Show, and Holly have all been revelations in 99. Yes, agreed. The one, what we talked about earlier, like the ones that are like shocked you now, it's. Those four, and like I'll, I'll throw Mankind in, just Mick Foley, just because of what they've done all year. And know. you forget how fucking shredded Kane is yeah. at this point. Jesus, yeah. Uh, so we just remember, like, at the beginning of the year, we talked about how thin their roster was and, like, how devoid of star power there is. They have stars now. They've done a good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, the crowd has louched on to a lot of people. So they got... You'd be amazed. Serious momentum now. They should, they should remember how to do that. No, no, Russo got it. We got a promo for fully loaded. That's this weekend. <laughs> so let's go to our main event for Monday Night Raw: Triple H with China and Vince versus The Undertaker with Paul Bear. Uh, we got a Raw special here as the camera cuts to Austin. He's coming to get Vince. Um, Austin comes down and attacks Undertaker. Rock comes down and attacks Triple H. Undertaker and uh, Austin fight through the crowd, and Undertaker locks um, and locks Undertaker in the Bloodmobile. Did you guys notice the Bloodmobile having a shattered windshield? Mm-hmm. When did that happen? Uh, didn't uh, uh, fuck Triple H put Taker's head to the window? Isn't they, they did I dream that? I, I swear he, it's because he put Taker's head to the window. I I just don't recall them going to that area. Like, at all during well, according, the fight. According to Rock, Undertaker does have a 27-pound head, so I could see it going through a windshield. So much, but, like, I don't recall that at all. Like, I, like I saw the windshield being broken. I'm like, uh, when did this happen? Because I don't recall this. Um, Undertaker heads back to the ring and finds Vince all by his lonesome. Undertaker punches Vince, and, and Vince is busted open, but you can totally tell, you know, who did the uh, blade job there. Uh, Austin hits him with the Steve smoking Blackman. smoking skull, and Vince is busted open. That's who I'd use. Fuck Undertaker. 
Get Blackman in that main event on Sunday. Austin signs the contract. Austin uh, comes down and smashes some beers over Vince's. Oh, Undertaker comes back, hits, uh, attacks him, leaves him wide open with butt, uh, blood. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. So let's go to the first, guys. Better show. Oh, raw. Uh, I have to say Nitro. Really? Wow. As much... As I hated Nitro, Raw bored the absolute fuck out of me. Now I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, I'm gonna agree with you that Raw was very pain by numbers to me, but the Rodman Arliss crap, um, just kept Nitro right under the threshold. I yeah. liked enough of Raw to barely put it above. I'm not gonna. Argue the points. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna die on my hill defending. What about it. you, Joe? Uh, I'm going raw. The final 45, like that 45 minute period that of train Nitro, wreck. Yeah. In the middle of- <sighs> Holy hell! You thought fuck it was. <laughs> but let's go to Mark Noso. That's right. We got a pay per view. Yeah, we do for Volo-Loaded. Buffalo, New York. Well, I'm out. No so. <laughs> no so. Let's go it. Sunday no. Night Heat. Val Venus takes on Joey Abs. Huh? No. No? I guess that's a no for you, Joe. No. It's going to be a no, dog. That's going to be a no for me, dog. Um. So we have Christian meeting Viscera. Nah, Remember man. Earlier, I was like, what the nah, heck? I'm good. Nah. That was the match you saw? <laughs> what? And the Godfather <laughs> versus Meat. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was on the fence about buying the pay-per-view. No <laughs> longer. Well, that's I'm heat. in. That's heat, y'all. Pay-per-view time. Single match for the WWF Intercontinental title. Jeff Jarrett versus Edge. I'll mark out for that. Yeah, slightly, Mark. The feud is out of nowhere, but, yeah. you know. Acolyte rules match for the tag titles as the Hardy Boys and Michael Hayes defend against the Acolytes. I'll mark out. It's an accolade rules match. Basically, it's a bar. Anything goes. It's, okay. it's, it's a bar I'm, fight, I'm, baby. I'm for that. European title match. <laughs> Midian defending against D'Lo Brown. No. Nah, that'd be a no for me, dog. We good, fam. <laughs> Hardcore title match. As Al Snow defends against Big Boss Man. <sighs> I'll work out for that. These two, like, weirdly work well together. I don't even, I don't even know why, but they just do. How about a... Uh, I'll go no. Sorry. No. How about a That's... one-on-one match? Kane... To battle the Big Show, special guest referee, the Big Shot, oh, Hardcore Holly. I'm, I'm in, man. I'm in. <laughs> An Iron Circle match. <laughs> oh, yeah. As Ken Shamrock battles Steve Blackman. Yep. <laughs> I, I were Iron Jerk. I mean, Iron Circle. That uh, mark out. Tag team match for the rights to Degeneration X. China and BA Billy Gun battle X Pac and the Rogue Dog. No. Nah, that's a no for me. I'm out. A fully loaded oh. strap match for the, for the right to be number one contender to the draft title at SummerSlam. The Rock battles Triple H. I hate strap matches. No. This isn't a strap match. This is a fully loaded <laughs> strap match. I'm, no. uh, I'm, I'm marking out for this fully loaded match. Okay. First blood match for the WF title. If Austin wins, McMahon can no longer appear on television. If Undertaker wins, Austin would never get another shot at the draft title. Stone Cold Steve Austin defending against The Undertaker. No. Nah, I've seen it. 
the highway to hell <laughs> moment thing. And it's still going, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> that is fully loaded, 1999. Uh, Until you get to the main events. Honestly, not bad. I haven't, I haven't watched it in years. No. I, uh, my friend ordered it live. Hmm. Uh, he watched it live. I watched it after I got off work. Um, surprisingly, I remember it being a, an enjoyable show. Okay. So, so let's go to the ratings, shall we? For <laughs> this week. Well, let's, go, let's, let's go to last week, shall we? WCW got a 3.45. WWF Raw got a 5.97. That's, that's low for them in a while. They've been yeah. above six for a little bit. So let's see what the go-home show does. July 19th, there ain't nothing special going on July 19th. No. That's July 12th. Oh, that's right. That was last week. So July 19th for this week, WCW got a 3.3. They went down. WWF did go up, though. 6.3. There yeah, there you go. You mean Rodman didn't make a difference? Rodman made no Rodman damn difference. Hold on, posse. hold on, July 12th, 99. That's around All-Star game time. It's the Homer Derby. Yeah, that's what That was at Fenway Park that year. So that's so where that, McGuire went. That's what, shit crazy. That, that's what did it. Yep. Yeah. That's why both shows Because, I mean, now. it was McGuire the year after he broke the record, man. Yeah. I just, you know. So. Yep. Let's go to the award show time, shall we? Yeah, let's, let's rock into Rizzle. Let's start with our first mat, uh, match. First, uh, start over again. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. First match on Nitro. Uh, <laughs> let's do the uh, worst mat match. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Christian. I mean, there's a lot to pick from. Yeah, can, can I call Boss Man and Al Snow match? That's what I'm going with. Okay, so I'm going to go with that one too. I did not qualify it as a match, which is why I didn't pick okay, it. Okay, well, if we're not, if you don't want to qualify. You can do whatever you want. You're your own man, Joe. If not that one, that four-way tag match, which got about 30 seconds. <laughs> Somehow. <Yeah. laughs> Four really good teams. I don't yeah. understand. Okay. Uh, and there was like three eliminations in that 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best match. Uh, Sting Flair for me. Yeah, Sting Flair. Uh, Psychosis and Eddie. That's that's the other one, but I, I, the energy sting the crowd just fucking loves them still. Who is your MVP? It wasn't a strong show for anybody. I went with Sting because he got control of the company. Uh, it's completely storyline based and and crowd reaction. But that's where I was headed, so I'll, I'll go with you. I'll go Sting as well. Yep. Who is your motive? Arliss. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he sucks. Jesus. I mean, special I, shout out to Janine Garofalo, <laughs> but Arliss. God damn, I'll that was atrocious. I would go Arliss for the fun, but like my like one I was going to come in with, Sting. You win control of WCW, but Hogan must pose after you win the match. Oh, it's been five years since Hogan showed up. Sting's used to it by now. Yeah. He's like, fuck now. He's like, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, who is your Moa Dib? Oh, no, Arliss. We already did Arliss. Arliss. Like, I know. I was having a... Uh, Joe had a stroke. Stroke in. Uh, Corey. Yeah. WTF. Blackface Bagwell. <laughs> Live and in living color. Uh, That's my motive. There's... Oh, my, what the fuck? My, this is going to cost you. Yep. And then a year later, yep, I was right. That fucking cost you. Uh, there's really no more I can say about it. There's a lot of options. That's the option. It's Blackface Bagwell. You know? 
So, uh, I, my, I will be joining you all with Black Lace Bagwell, but in my fun, my like another one I was thinking of that 45 minutes of Blackface, ICP, Raven, uh, Raven Rodman, Shane Douglas, 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 this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. Uh, we have the Thundercast coming up, and then next week we'll be doing the pay-per-view war stories for WWF Fully Loaded. You can find all of that at NoSoEntertainment.com. You can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. And save it for the pay-per-view! Pay-per-view!